Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on the Film Review Live channel. Subscribe. Hi, this is Bernadette Stannis, Thelma from Good Times, and you're watching the Film Review. What's going on, people? This is another great episode of the Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast on this podcast. And do we have a great show for you today. You know, we are simulcasting live over Instagram at Crazy D uh, Film Dude page profile, uh, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube, Periscope at TFR Podcast Live, and on FB at, that's right, on FB at TFR Podcast Live, Lordland Film page. Make sure you, you subscribe, like all that, you know, like all those different formats and everything as I do a little promotion real quick as we get started right so we want to say to the people first of all welcome to the episode that is going to be the episode of all episodes we are episode 121 episode 121 of the film review life channel we're going to be breaking down, you know, media as propaganda. That's our main topic. But of course, before we begin, we got to uh, begin with blurbs and how was your week. You know what I mean? So we're going to get to that, right? About this week flew by. Quickly. Right? It did fly by quickly. Matter of fact, this month, after the 4th of July, you know, the summer is over. So if you if you had plans or you thought that you were gonna do something, you had a major project that you were gonna put out musically, after the fourth of July, the summer is over. Matter of fact, I always tell people in February, if you haven't organized to get your thing together by then, the summer's over. Alright, people. So the film review podcast, blurbs of the week. How was your week? So how was your week? Pretty fast week. It went by quickly. I had a lot to do, so it was like a extremely busy week. So maybe that's why I went by quickly. I had a jam-packed week. Jam-packed, busy, 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 and it and it went by fast. But now it's all over for this week, right? We're gonna be starting a new. We'll be starting a whole new week. But what, isn't that yeah, but what's bothering me is I would have thought by now, you know, mentally, when we first, you know, when did the quarantine start? Back like in, in March. March yes. Right. So my thoughts were like, okay, by July, August, you know, COVID cases would be low, you know, everything would be fine. We could all enjoy our summer. But that's not the case. It's just like what was frustrating is every day, you know, on the phone, 
you know, the phones will give you the COVID report before you even turned on the television, right. you know, or, you know, to listen to the news or to watch the news. But it's just like it's uh, up and down, up and down, like the COVID cases. So it's because people are, how can we say, uh, a little hard headed. They don't want to follow any rules. So, they don't want to. Well, well, but just the other day, we saw the president wearing his mask, right? Finally. Finally. Right. Because I wish he had worn his mask a lot earlier because there are a lot of people, believe it or not, like it doesn't just end in elementary school or middle school as far as like the mentality of being a follower. There are some grown adults who are followers of Trump. And they do everything that they see him do. And they're actually so, followers. Right, followers. Right. So maybe if he had started wearing masks when they told us we should start wearing it, all of his like followers would have started. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, his people, people who were following him were refusing to wear masks. We saw that from when we would go out in public, you know, going out in public. And then they would let their thoughts be known. You didn't even have to guess because... You know, they would let you know why they weren't wearing the mask. They sure would. It's so, just really something. You know, so I wish he had worn a mask earlier because there are people who are uh, followers of President Trump and they do everything they see him do. Everything they see him do. So They're maybe, followers. right. They're sheep. Yeah, you know, including people of all ages that follow him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe had he did it sooner, a lot of these people who... Like you told me earlier today, right? Can you tell me about someone? And I saw it on the news also. Uh, people who are having a COVID parties, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because we're going to get to new, uh, the media as propaganda, right? right? Right. Now, look, as I do a little promotion, let people know that we're on Instagram. So, again, we are simulcasting on Instagram. Crazy D film dude page uh, profile on Instagram on uh, Periscope we're at TFR Podcast Live on uh, FB we're at TFR Podcast Live Lordland Films page make sure you uh, subscribe and do all that and of course on YouTube we are on the Film Review Life channel simulcasting live on all those different platforms so we want you to definitely uh check us out on all those different platforms we are on right so looking at the blurbs and the memes this week the first uh blurb for the week the first meme that i pick out from this week which is just totally hilarious which what you were speaking to just a second ago Right? Uh, what does that say? Masks are a symbol of tyranny and oppression. <sighs> so I rebel to. I, I rebel. What's that say? I refuse to, he, to wear one. That's what it is. I couldn't hardly see it there. Uh, Masks are a symbol of tyranny and oppression, so I refuse to wear one. Right, so on his shirt is the ultimate symbol of tyranny and oppression on his shirt. While he's yelling at 
a fellow Caucasian. Very interesting to me. I thought I thought it was hilarious. I thought I would bring it to you this week. I thought it was, uh, what do you think about that one? I mean, it's believable because like I said, I've interacted with people just like that in public. So, I mean, it's just, it's not made up. It's not Those made up. Characters, they really do come to life. They really <laughs> do come to life. So, I mean. Okay, so this, this one I thought was uh, also an interesting piece here, right? Of the 37 states, that painted Black Lives Matter on their streets. Mm -hmm. Only one state ended qualified immunity for police officers. Mm -hmm. The white man will try to satisfy us with symbolic victories rather than economic equality and real justice. Malcolm X, right? So, you know, I grabbed that one because that is very interesting because we, we, we talked about the hamster wheel syndrome that we have and how we are constantly on a hamster wheel, right? So we're constantly on a hamster wheel and because we haven't done the steps necessarily to get off of it and each generation gets lulled to sleep, uh, this was a very interesting because it was Malcolm X, right? Malcolm X, 1960s, right? How long ago has the 1960s been? And we're still going through the same, same things. New day, new new players on on the on the field, right? Same players on the field, but uh, you know. So, and going along with that thing. I thought that this was a pretty good meme also, right? It says, these many Africans, why aren't we uniting, right? America, 41.7 million. Uh, South America, 97 million. And Africa, I cannot read it, it's too small, but it's like one point something, something, something billion. And how come we're not united? Well, we're going to be talking about that. We've talked about it before, but we want to be touching on it because it has to do with the media also, right? So now, people, as we move forward in the show, again, we are simulcasting on Crazy D Film Dude profile on IG. We're on Periscope at TFR Podcast Live. We're on FB at TFR Podcast Live, Lordland Films page. Make sure that you like it, follow it, you know, and make sure you subscribe to the Film Review Life channel, which we're on right now live on YouTube, right? So this next piece is very interesting. It is an Entanglement, right? It's an entanglement. The Red Table Talk came on, right? The Red Table Talk came on this week, and it was Will Smith and uh, Jada Pickett Smith. And for those who may have been under a rock, <clears throat> it was let out by a certain entertainer 
that there was a certain relation, certain type of relationship that went on between he and a certain, not so young lady, but a certain young lady by the name of Jada Pickett Smith, right? So Jada Pickett Smith and August Arsena had this relationship. And in the beginning, it was a relationship because he was very, what did they say? He was sickly. He was very sickly and they were just trying to help him as a family. The family was in open arms. They had open arms for him. And Jada Pickett was really helping them. But simultaneously, simultaneously while they were trying to help Will Smith and Jada Pickett were going through some things. Well, at the time, was Will Smith said that when Jada, I guess, began her relationship with August Alcina, uh-huh. uh, Will and Jada were separated. Mm-hmm. Right? So they weren't together. Because, like you said, you know, they were going through marital issues. They were going through some So time. they separated, right? So during the separation, she became involved with August Alcina. So yeah. this from there just turned into this big, huge production. Well, it was behind the scenes, right? Right. Because I'm sure that uh, people in that right. level of entertainment right. have an understanding. Right. However, people. There is a detachment there that we can see clear as day. Anyone who was watching it, there is a detachment. It just appears, just appears, just looking at it, that Jada Pickett is in, uh, is, how could I say, she's, um, she is, what can I say, she's, Detach from Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I because she does seem. I thought it was just like a mind state of maybe some entertainers, kind of like a. I want to say self-absorbed, uh-huh. but can't see beyond themselves. Maybe sometimes can't be can't see behind beyond themselves. Kind of like um can only see their point of view and it's only about their feelings, their thoughts, their views and not taking the time to see how maybe someone else may feel Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're used to being catered to as an artist. Yes. So. I will agree agree with that. Just. I mean, um, because I was just thinking, yeah, she's just. She's detached. Yeah, it's like a detachment and not being able to... And it makes you wonder about the Tupac movie. Oh, yeah. How everyone down the Tupac movie, how she got on there and said that Tupac didn't do this, didn't do that, and it wasn't that type of relationship. Makes you rethink all of that. It makes you rethink it and think that they got it right. And you have to like revisit that movie. Well, it we, well, we reviewed it and we gave it a really good review because it's, yeah. it's a good film. Mm-hmm. And if you're based, 
based on like interviews um, in paper form as well as video interviews with Tupac. Mm -hmm. When he talked about his uh, relationship or friendship with Jada Pickett, mm -hmm. it's in line with the film. In line with the film? It's in line with the film. So when she said that it wasn't true, I didn't believe then mm -hmm. because all you had to do was just actually look at what Tupac said in his interviews and writings mm -hmm. in multiple magazines and, and if you looked at all the videos that he did on different shows being interviewed when they asked about his relationship or friendship with Jada Pickett. So it fell in line with the Tupac film, right? Yes, so when she said what she said, I didn't believe her anyway. So. And it really stands to figure that after seeing this, how detached she is and how she's trying to, uh, I don't know how you could say it, how she's trying to, it's almost as if she's trying to justify what she did. She's not trying to justify it by saying, well, you know, we were apart at the time. That's not what she's doing, right? What's up to Arthur uh, watching right now? Yeah. Right, so it's not like she's trying to. Do you want me to be able to see that and read the comments? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That'll be good. Yeah. So um, it's not that not that far. Okay. Yeah, but um, we just do it as we go. Anyway, okay. so look, you know, um, like it she, seemed like she was trying to put up a, a a facade. A facade, but she wasn't trying to make excuses that they were apart. So let's watch this. Let's watch this because we have a short clip and we're gonna come in and analyze it as we go. So uh, check this out. Here we go. I think so. Uh, I mean, because this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what you and I decided we were going take our space and what happened yeah and then i got into an entanglement with august that's what i said an entanglement yes <laughs> yes a relationship yes it was a relationship absolutely i was in a lot of pain and i was very broken okay now did you check did you catch that people did you catch that people because that i'm gonna go back just a little because you have to catch that. That was a cut. It was a it was a well timed, placed cut by the editors. But that part went on. You put your headsets on. That part went on for a uh, little while because you know, being it, you can see that Will is hurt, right? Right. So that part went on for a little while, but they cut it and came back to Jada on her angle, right? Because right. it's a three camera shoot going on. It's her left, Will right, right. and then this, the uh, medium wide shot, right? And so that was a masterful cut that they put right there, but that back and forth went on a little bit longer, but to make it smooth, they cut it instead of leaving it. So let's watch this again. Relationship, absolutely. I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain. When she says that, you can hear the change in the air. You just have to uh, like really pay attention. It's a beautiful edit though. Whoever edited that, that was good. And the piece is edited down to about 12 minutes. It's edited down to about that, right? And so 
uh, you know, I'm sure there was a lot more. But look at Will's face. Look at Will's face. Will is, look at his face. He's, his teeth are gritted in the back. He's just looking at her. He seems just a little bit bewildered because what does a man have to do? He built a kingdom for his queen, provided for his family, provided for the extended family. And what can what does a king have to do? 213 943 3358 213-943-3358. You see the number right here in the front of the screen if you're in the lower third if you want to call it. What does a king have to do for the queen to appreciate what he's done? Let, let, let's continue on. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. And luckily enough, you and I were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner. I would definitely say we did everything that we could to get away from each other, only to realize that that wasn't possible. So we come to the red table. So I'm in, I'm in the Jada position right now. So, okay. you know, you during that time launched into an interaction mm -hmm. with August, what do you feel like um, you were looking for? Now, look at Will Smith's face. What do you think that you were looking for? What do you think about that face? You he just looks perplexed because just being like if you're someone that has watched the red table talk before right mm -hmm. Jada she uh, she comes across or she presents herself as someone that's very um, together. together right, right. that right. has all the answers and like she's you know, she all she would always speak of like issues that she had in the past, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and getting to know herself, but she always made it seem like that was issues she dealt with in the past. But today, as I'm sitting at this red table and I'm offering advice to everyone, bringing everyone together as a well put together person, right? right? So this is the image that she portrayed, mm -hmm. like ever since the red table top top table show has been on right I said red tabletop <laughs> every since her show has been on right so and then if she's like that with us I'm sure she's been the same way we will over the years like she's the one that's so together and so organized and you know and, and so probably now, has given him ultimatums about if something right. is ever Right. seen out in public right. this right. is what's going to happen and, brother and, yet, and so don't do it so yeah she's the one so he's looking at her kind of like it's kind of like you know when you look at someone and you're thinking to yourself now you're a hypocrite because <laughs> you know so that's the look that i'm looking kind of like you are so a, such a hypocrite mm -hmm. this is not what you have been saying to me for years, right. so now you're doing the, doing what you have said that I shouldn't do. 
Right. Or, you know, so, I mean, he's looking at her like, you're such a hypocrite. Now, there's been rumors throughout the time that right. the relationship wasn't perfect. However, it was just rumor and okay. innuendo. Okay. It was nothing that was right. out front. Right. 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 And here you are, right. the woman yeah. that they say women are so more slicker. No, they're, but, they're slicker. Well, they're, they're, they're big city slickers as far as being able to have a relationship and, but, and cheating things. Mm. And, you know, the only caveat in this is they were supposed to have been separated time. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. chime in and say something about this. If you're watching us on Facebook and you're making uh, comments, make sure that you go to the TFR Podcast Live Lord Land Films page and watch us there and then put your comments there and then we'll be able to read them right there on the air. Make sure you go to the TFR Podcast Live Lordland Films page. Just go to the Google, to the uh, FB search and type in Lordland Films and the TFR Podcast Live Lordland Films page. Come up, click it, open us up live and then we'll read your comments over the air as far as this is concerned. Okay, you know what, let me say. Okay, so no relationship, nothing is perfect, right? Nothing. In every relationship, whether you're dating, mm-hmm. whether you're uh, you're married, or or I mean, just you have to work through issues because you know everybody argues it's no big deal, but right. the problem is when you're in a relationship with someone who. What's the term? Is it narcissistic? Narcissistic. Or maybe if the person can never apologize, if the person is so self-absorbed and they can't see beyond themselves, if you're in a relationship with someone who um, doesn't know how to be humble, right, Mm -hmm. and doesn't know how to apologize, and doesn't know how to communicate, then you're in trouble. Because you know, in that movie, in the <laughs> Tupac movie, you're in it trouble. made Jada look real cold. Yeah. Tupac. Say, what you doing when they meet up again? He's yeah. all cool with Jada every right. time. Jada, like, what you doing? Right. Dot to dot. Dot to dot. Dot to dot. She denied, denied, denied. Said right. he didn't write a letter. We don't know what is true. And you know, you can look at Will and tell the Will, right. you know, loves her right yeah. you can look at his face so let's let's continue on with this but notice what you said about narcissism she kept saying i was in a bad place and i found out it was never an apology given at the table because this is a public thing you may have apologized before maybe you didn't but it's a public situation and here's this man mm-hmm. that seems to be pretty understanding because right. he was raised right. by a man of right. a certain age and right. we've talked of we've talked about men right. of a certain age right. who wasn't who weren't able to express right. how the system treated them hard and treated them unfair and they would come home and somehow take it out sometimes take it out on the family. Right. Right, and this man comes from that, and so his ability to have compassion right. and to try to be the other way. Because right. the first thing I thought, mm-hmm. you know, was it's there, right? 
because of what he's talked about about his background before. So it's there. So that brute, that brutalness, that hardness to make sure that you. So when you do say his background, correctly. you're talking about how he said he uh, came from like a strict. His father was, was strict. strict, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you know to be to be light about it. Okay. Right. He comes from that, so he can turn. He could turn that on. So it's everything, you know, have you ever watched Will Smith? It's like when he's out and he's with the fans, he's kind of manic. He's like manic and so hyperactive and he, he he's bombastic and he talks loud, but it's a kind right. while he's talking bombastically, right? And so it's there and all men have it, the men who were trying to be better than the generation before though the generation before came through and they were great men and the women were great too they're trying to be better as far as the compassion is concerned but how much is enough let's continue on well from while you're doing that from what i saw in the interview it felt like she was making like excuses like instead of just basically i screwed up Right. You know, I apologize. Right. You know, um, maybe you know I should have been more forward. <laughs> I mean, maybe counseling would have been. You know, sometimes you have to not think that you can self-analyze. This is true. Sometimes you need to step outside and actually get counseling for yourself and for your family. Right. But if you're someone that thinks you know everything, that's impossible. That's impossible. And then to be in a situation like that has to be very... Um, Frustrating. I mean, it's got to be like living in a crazy house, basically. I mean, because if you're dealing with somebody who thinks they know everything and don't want to listen, and when you bring your issues to them and... They're just like not getting it because they can't see beyond themselves. Mm -hmm. It does become, like you said, it could be frustrating. Mm -hmm. So what does it turn to when you're stuck in a situation that's just frustrating for years? It's like, I mean, I would think that would drive someone crazy. I would think, but I think that's why sometimes people just, you can't make something be that's not there. Sometimes... Some people just are meant to be a good friend. Sometimes it's best to separate or do, and divorce. If well, the person was, isn't willing to, if if that person isn't humble enough to seek counseling, where and so both of you had counseling or the, and the entire family get counseling, if that person isn't open-minded enough to realize that, hey, I need to work on myself as well because nobody's perfect. Everyone has to work on themselves to be, you, everyone should strive to be a better person. Mm -hmm. But if you go through life thinking you know everything, there's something wrong with you mentally, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so sometimes it's best for people to just step away, divorce and be friends. Cause I've seen people have great relationships as far as friends and raising their children because sometimes that other person is just too, um, self-absorbed to be a great communicator to look at the the what the other person is saying. I mean, so sometimes it's best to 
when you're dealing with an I, I, I person. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't break through that barrier of an I, I, I person. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not willing to get help, right, from a, a, a professional to break through that I, I, I mentality, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It's not a good situation to be in. Good situation. Let's see. Everything that we could to get away from each other, only to realize that that yeah, wasn't yeah. possible. So we come to the red table. So I'm in. I'm in the Jada position right now. So okay. you know, you during that time launched into an interaction mm-hmm. with August. What do you feel like um, you were looking for? Right there, people. Is on his face, right? I, I, I stopped right there because it's on Will Smith's face. What did you think that you were looking for? And it's on his face. It's the sadness in his eyes, and it's the now. Think about what Will Smith is going through, right? His father just passed, right? He. Uh, you know, he's going through this whole situation. He had this rocky four and a half year situation. Within that time, I'm sure his father was getting sick. You know, he, he's still trying to produce his films. He's doing a damn good job at producing his films, right? right? So, let me come off of that because that's, that's for another segment. And so he's doing a, a, a damn good job of producing his films, right? And the Overbrook situation, all of this is all intermingled in together. All of all of it is intermingled together. Can they have a mm-hmm. business relationship mm-hmm. amicable and while being amicably amicably divorced? I think so because look, Red Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, don't they have their um Studio, their their movie production, I believe it's A twenty four. A twenty four, yeah. Is it? And so, you know, they were able to still work together, you know, with their production company. And uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock Johnson, right? He still has a business relationship with his ex wife, mm-hmm. right? Right. They have a production company, right? So it could be done. But I do remember um, in a what a recent interview. Um, Will had Will Smith had said that he during their ma- marriage, I guess the earlier years, they sought you know counseling before they even spoke with um, Ruby D and Ozzy Davidson, who had Ozzy Davidson. I was thinking about Tommy Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Ozzy Davis, and they spoke with you know them because Ruby D and Ozzy Davis, they were married for years, right? Married for so years. So they sought counseling from them. He sought counseling from them. So I guess maybe the look on his face is he sought counseling from people who have been in a relationship for years. And I'm sure he had also sought professional counseling as well. So the look on his face is I've done all I can do. You know, it's just a certain look when you're, when you just, a person just has I've done all I could do, whether it's in your personal life or whether it's your professional life, whether it's in school, whether it's a class, and you're like, I did as much as I can and, get, and went to tutors with this darn gone uh, uh, geometry class, <laughs> or if it's a biology, I mean, it just doesn't matter. It's just the look of, 
I've, I've done all I could do. I've done all I could do. So look, people, we are simulcasting. We're on the Film Review Life channel right now on YouTube. Make sure you go there. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Right. Ring the bell and press a like on this video. Click like. Right. Click the bell. Subscribe and leave your comment. We have the comments open right. so we can read your comments over the air. Right. We're on uh, TFR Podcast Live Film uh, uh, Lordland Films on FB page. Uh, where you can leave your comments there. We see that PJ Barnes. We we uh, interview him, mm-hmm. uh, filmmaker, director, actor. Yeah. Uh, he's watching. Um, we want to say what's up to Wayne Powers, yeah. hey, Wayne. filmmaker. We interviewed right. him on one of our episodes. He's watching on Instagram because we're simulcasting live on Instagram for the first hour. And right. then after that, we're still on the last. And of course, we're on Periscope at TFR Podcast Live. Make sure that you join and you're able to watch right there, people. So look, what else is going on in the blurb? Well, I'm about editing, too. That could be frustrating, right? Sometimes. What's that? Editing? You said I've yeah. said all I can do. I've done all I could do. <laughs> right. Right. And right. then what? What? What's happening? You know what I mean? Right. So people, let's see. Fifty Cent chimed in. Fifty Cent is in the news twice. Well, actually, three times this week. Right. He threw a chair. He reached out to Will Smith, and it seemed real concerned. Yeah. And Will Smith. Responded back, and then he said, "How you going?" And then Will Smith said, "And you had to tell him f you." Yes, yes, right. But then Fifty Cent also is in something that's kind of positive because the verses. Oh, yeah. You know, Ti versus yeah. Ti called out right. Fifty Cent for right. verses. Right. I think that's going to be a great. I think episode. so too because they both. Have really, really great music. Right? Great music, right? So that's gonna be a really good verse. That's a great verse, right? And yeah. then, of course, um, Bounty Killer. Okay. And and uh, Beanie Man. Oh yeah. They really up yeah. the level yeah. of it. And then after that, Alicia Keys John and Legend. John Legend come up and they right. up the game. Right. Now I thought for sure that John Legend wasn't gonna have nothing for Alicia Keys, but he, but he came through swinging. Yeah, Jack. His catalog is just his catalog is way extensive. Places, things that you don't know because once yeah. they start taking away the liner credits away, right. start taking the covers away, you don't really get to read who produced what. Right. It's like a, all you say who the producer is, but you never see who collaborated. Right. right? Not so much anymore. So that was pretty good. So yeah. this one is going to be, especially if they're in the room together. Yeah. And they're doing it. They're both actors. They're both moguls. They're both producers, yeah. MCs. Yeah. We might even get some new music, some new verses. You know what I mean? I think that, that that's going to be, be good. really good. Right. Now, they're talking about opening up the schools, right? Right. We're talking about opening up the schools. We're in the middle of COVID. What do you think about that? Do you think that the kiddies should go it's back to school? soon, right? I mean... Does anyone care anymore? I don't think they should Do they care about your kids? as like the guinea pigs. Like, Do you care about your kids? This is not the time. Didn't we just on t- today on the news? What's going on with Paul Torres? Okay. I see you uh, watching. Hey, uh, do people even care about their kids I mean, anymore? but didn't we just see a new on the news uh, during the summer... Three teachers, they uh, taught online class together, 
in the classroom together. They did the social distancing. They did the PPE. Um, three, all three of them, um, had, well, two are still alive. One, one died. One contracted it. All three of them contracted off. COVID. Oh, oh, did they? All three. Oh, okay. But one died. Oh, one died. And so that's why the teachers, they stepped up. They were, uh, um, they're in Arizona. I forget mm -hmm. what city, mm -hmm. right? And they, they're like, they're worried for kids because they said that we social distance, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and still all three of us contracted COVID. Right. But then again, you told me about, um, right, you saw a story, right, in the UK, and they're saying that Oh, yeah, the UK, UK um, doctors are saying now that people need to turn off the air conditioning because the air conditioning is recycled air and it's recycling the droplets. It can. It can. They, they always say that because, you know, science is not an absolute because that's why they always have those journals come out because it's not an absolute. So they're, they, they're saying it could, okay. so you need to turn it off because, you know, so that's, it's recycled air on the airplane. Yeah, recycle right. air in the grocery stores. Right. Recycle, the recycle air hotels, in the hospitals, just, in the hotels. Right. Like, you know, this is a real strange time and this virus did not die with the heat. So I'm wondering if the three teachers, if it was recycled air in the school. Was it? And then, wait a minute now, Australia right now, remember how we talked about the northern and southern hemisphere and what's in, we're in the summer and the mm -hmm. southern hemisphere is in the winter. They're in the winter and yeah. Australia is off the chain with COVID. Most, what is it? Uh, during the weekend, they shut down. Over the weekend in Melbourne, mm -hmm. Australia, sure did. just to try to get a handle on things. So COVID is spiking, and we're going to be talking about that in the in the net in the second hour. We're going to be talking about media as propaganda. We're going to speak on it because you have to blame the media for this. Like, there's a lot of people to blame for this. Most of the people who can't don't have discipline, but the media has to take blame uh, yeah. for this also. And so we're going to talk about that in the uh, next episode. So you want to stay tuned for that. Halle Berry okay. has been attacked by the mob and the transgenders. The transgender said that Halle Berry who was developing this right. developing this she cannot play this transgender Oh, so this is her role. project. Yeah, so she cannot play this and so she stepped Back. But you know why how, isn't you know, she an actress? Why can't she? Right. You know how uh you know how uh when Janet Jackson was developing the film for Lena Horn. Right. And then it went through the media or some rumor was started that Lena Horn said that she didn't want Janet Jackson playing her because of what happened at the Super Bowl. Right. And then Janet Jackson said, Well, hey, and then it pulled out. So now we don't Lena have Horn Lena Horn came Horn back story. and said well, you know, I really didn't say that. That was something that was rumored in the media, right? When things like that happen, when people have a marquee person, right. this it, it can get something greenlit. Right. I thought it was supposed to be about the story and trying to get the story out right. and trying to get the understanding about what's happening out. And we're going to be talking about that in the second hour because we're reviewing on Netflix tonight. I mean, right. what's on Netflix right, right. now called 
Disclosure right. on Netflix, right? We're going to be talking about that in the second hour, but it seems like the transgenders want to play female roles, right. but they don't want anyone to play transgender roles. So we're going to be talking about that and say you have to stay tuned because this is a hot show, episode right. 121, right? right? Let's see what else. Um, Goya Foods right. is in the news, right. right? Goya Foods owner came out and he gave praise to yeah. Donald Trump and now people want to boycott Goya Foods, right? Like we never ate Goya Foods. That was something to me when we see it in the stores is more pushed towards yeah. Latinos, right. Hispanics, Latinos, Latinas. It's more pushed towards them. You know, I never tasted Goya Foods, yeah. you know? I saw... Um uh, a reporter today um, discussing Goya Foods mm -hmm. and he said that it's a product that's heavily based he said on the East Coast mm -hmm. so he said um, he said that um, mostly um, he said like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans um, he said on the East Coast really um, that's where they like well, remember when we went back home well I, it's, I've seen some out here now yeah, on the here. West Coast but you know when well now we find Verners out here but originally we only saw like the, the Verners um, beverage in the Midwest that's true right mm -hmm. so now we're kind of starting to see it now on the West Coast so I think sometimes certain products are like the Dandy uh, Dandy products I still haven't seen out here yet mm -hmm. I only see that like back in the no. Midwest mm -hmm. so but yeah Right. Yeah. So, you know, we got a black bat woman coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's in the news. We're going to be talking about that. In the On future. the WB. On the WB. Network. That's right. 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 Okay. Kanye West for president 2020. Kanye said that he's running for president in 2020. And everyone is saying that Kanye West is going to take votes away from you know who from Biden, huh? from Biden. I, I don't I don't I understand don't how that is I don't, I don't understand that because is because I think the people who would vote for Kanye wasn't going to vote for Biden anyway you think right I don't think that Biden has those votes because we're still out on who he's going to choose for right. uh, we're out of it anyway because he's got to come up with some reparations he's got to say it right. he's got to say it right he's got to come out with it he's got to say it now Meanwhile, Donald Trump is talking about bringing his own executive order mm -hmm. for the Dreamers. Okay. You know, he's talking about bringing his own executive orders for the Dreamers. That's after he met with the Mexican president, right? So he's coming out with this. And my question to American blacks, because, you know, it's always politics here, right? Okay. If he comes out and he puts an executive and places an executive order okay. about reparations and starts sending checks out, you know, that okay. gets the ball rolling, mm -hmm. what what are you gonna do? Two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. Anything that you want to talk about right now? Look, ATL went back to phase one. Oh, did they? Yes. Okay. So they're back to phase one. So they're like. Shut down, and you know the different the different mayors in the mm -hmm. different cities within these states okay. who have the governors who aren't 
who they feel have opened up the state too fast are taking it in their own hands. And she and, and Mayor Bottoms okay. is one of them. Well, especially she's recovering from COVID. That's right. Her 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 husband and herself. Right. Right. So, you know, you know. And of course we're gonna be talking about Sandra Caldwell. She's in the uh, documentary called Disclosure. And we're gonna to get to that in the second half, so you have to stay with us now, people. Let's talk about the topic for the night that we have up for the night. Let me see if I have a graphic for it. I might not have a graphic for it. So we're going to stay right here. All right. News as propaganda. Right? News as propaganda. Right? So we have to first give some definitions on what propaganda is. Right? Information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. What is the major media's political cause since 2016? What has been their main political cause since 2016? Since okay. June 25th, okay. 2016, when a certain person came down oh, the yeah. escalator right. at Trump Tower, hired right. all the extras to right. be yeah. uh, a enthusiastic audience to hear yeah. him announce to be right. president right. of the United States. Right. What has been their number one aim? Oh, what, to make fun of? To make fun of him to president do what? Trump. To get him out of there. That's what's been their main goal since 2016. It's funny because when Obama was in office, they picked with him too, right? Yes, and see, that's that's the strange part. So the media likes to pick with everyone. You see, <laughs> the media is picking with Trump because he's not a politician. Okay. The media picked with the Democrat in office, right. and being that he manifests as right. a black man, that was. The cherry on top. Because the media, they pushed that whole birther thing. And they gave Trump that platform they every did. time he turned on the news. Every time. Um, whether it's MSNBC, CNN, Fox, whoever, ABC, NBC, CBS. Newspapers. They, the newspapers, magazines. They gave Trump a platform. Platform. With this whole birther thing. Whole birther. Of, with Obama, right? With Obama. Sure so, so they gave Obama hell when he was in office. Sure actually. did. So now they're giving Trump hell. So the media doesn't care about because, anyone but just uh, sensationalizing everything. Because the Republicans say that the media is liberal biased, right? And so... But whenever there's a Democrat, let's let's go back to uh, George Bush one. George Bush one had that scandal, and he said, "I'm not talking about that." And the media dropped it. Now, I'm sure the print media still had some of it, right. but for the most part, the media that people are most hooked onto because most people aren't reading today as much as they should is the audio-visual media that comes on the different channels and the cable networks, 24-hour news. They come in and they watch that, right? Right. And so, when you look at Bush, when compared to how they handled Clinton, Clinton said, I did not have sex, did not have sexual well, relations. told the truth. That would have wrapped that up. With that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Right. right. But notice now, 
Bush one didn't tell the truth. Well, see, he, he said, shut it down. I'm not talking about it. He gets up there it. and he says, I'm unequivocally. Right. And then, so the media bared down. Then, right. once the media started bearing down and start uncovering stuff, right. then they brought out flowers. And then they brought out all these other women. And they brought out what he did. And next thing you know, Whitewater came up. And next thing you know, they impeached. They, they voted to impeach, but they did not vote to prosecute in the. Um, in, in the Senate. They voted to impeach him in the House, but they didn't. Same thing with Donald Trump. So right. they have been doing it, right? So now remember now, Donald Trump was once right. a Democrat first. So they're treating him kind of like a Democrat plus they want to get him because he's been kind of slippery like an eel. And he's been giving that electric shock off at them too, <laughs> like just laughing at him. So they feel they're being laughed at and he's slippery like an eel, you know. So propaganda again, information especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view, right? So when you're watching the news, you have to be you have to figure out what point of view they have, right? Slippery slope. An idea of cause of action which will lead to something unacceptable, wrong, or disastrous. Slippery slope mm -hmm. is a uh, fallacy. It's a logic fallacy, a logical fallacy, mm -hmm. which I like to call it unlogical fallacy that mm -hmm. says that if this, if this happens, this, 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 and this will happen, mm -hmm. and it will lead to something unacceptable, wrong, mm -hmm. or disastrous. What has the media practiced? They usually practice it on the Democrats when the Republicans are out of power, mm -hmm. right? Because they say they're liberal and the Republicans complain, and it seems like they try to do, or they're just doing it because they're the media. They just want to get a story. Right. So watch how to, you can go back and watch the previous videotapes as we get to the main point of this, right? Then there is the straw man argument, right? Mm -hmm. An intentionally misrepresented position that is set up because it is easier to defeat than an opponent's real argument, right? So you see this on the news with the talking heads all the time. The, the, the news media sets up a premise that is opposite of what the person is saying mm -hmm. just to win the argument. They did it so, with the COVID-19. They did. It was and so this is frustrating because they play games and so many people have lost their lives or either they're right. battling COVID right now. Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning, like when when they we had the task force and every day, every day. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and then uh, President Trump, and then the uh, the general. What's his name? The um, yeah, Mama Papa yeah. guy. Yeah, Mama Papa. <laughs> right. The, yeah. uh, right. So they all, you know, every day, you know, they had the task force, and they gave you like the the information as far as what COVID was going in each state and stuff, mm -hmm. and and, and, and the news kept they, the the they kept laughing and blowing it off, blowing it off. Luckily, we kept wearing our we wore our masks. We was yeah, like but, whatever. But see, first <laughs> first it was this people. First, it, they would come out every day, and Trump wasn't coming out with them at first, right? Mm -hmm. 
And so they will come out and give the information. Then they will say, well, Trump said this on the internet, on, on his Twitter. So then he would come out and he would speak and the doctors were lockstep with Trump, but then they, when they would report to you, they would tell you something that didn't happen in the press conference. And this is why. Yeah, they would come this, this is why, this is why. Yeah. The media slash news relies on the fact most of the people are out living life. They come home from work or whatever they're doing, and they turn on the TV to watch news. Right. But over a month's time, they don't pay attention totally to what the news is saying. And the news can drop in slippery slope and they do. or yeah. straw man arguments. Right. And the people do not uh, take notice. Taking one side of an argument right. and then later in a month taking the other side, right? Yeah. So, so, so there's a couple of examples, right? Right. First, Fauci said that there was no need for masks, right. right? Right. But because Donald Trump took what Fauci said originally, then the media turned around, we need to wear masks. Right. So then when Trump came out and the task force came out and he agreed with them wearing masks, right? Uh, and then the task force came out with that, then they said, well, Reports are saying that you don't really need the mask. So all this was the media. The right? media was doing this. You have to blame it on the media. Now Fauci says he was saying it because they didn't want the medical professionals to run out of PPE, right? So they, so he lied, right? So now let, let let let's flash forward. Now let's talk about schools. Now just a couple of weeks ago, in the media. Right. Just a couple of weeks ago in the media as my as my camera here <laughs> goes Fukazi, right? Now look, and we're about to end on Instagram, so we need you to switch over to um, we need you to switch over to either the Film Review Life channel on on YouTube or on FB at TFR Podcast Live Lordland or you can go over to Periscope and watch us at TFR Podcast Live, right? So we're going to end right here on Instagram. We're going to keep on going. you got to be here for the second hour because we're going in on this right here. So this is where we end on Instagram, but we're still on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Periscope. All right, people. So look. And now, right? So look. Share it. Alright, so look. They went through all this. So so we fast forward now, we talk about schools. A couple of weeks ago, the media was talking about we need to be we, the kids need to be back in school. Right. Right? Because if they're not in school, then they're gonna fall off on their grades. They're not gonna be able to do what they can do in the classroom at home with homeschooling and the computer and the teachers teaching it. That is slippery slope. Right. 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 They're not gonna be able to do it. If it's not, it's gonna be disaster. They're gonna be behind. Right. But if you produce the right schedule and you produce it right for them, then they won't be behind. Right slippery slope. So a couple of things, boom, boom. 
Okay, so when Trump comes out and says that he wants the kids back to school, then the media turns around and finds all the experts and say, why are they going back to school? We got these COVID spikes. The kids should be cared for more than what it is. The media should be totally blamed right. for this thing. Yeah. Turn this around. Now look, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I am a black supporter. And I want black people to be alive. They first, the media put out there that black people couldn't catch the COVID. Mm -hmm. And they put that through the cycle. Then they turn around and say, black people are the spearhead because we are out front and up front doing all the um, up front work. And so we get it. So you have to watch the media. The media is insane people oh, well, we have um, breaking news sadly um it says uh well elvis presley's grandson lisa marie presley's son benjamin um cole uh -huh. died at the age of 27 from an apparent suicide so sometimes money doesn't buy you happiness. Right, you have to, your you mental sanity is everything. That's true. Mental health is everything. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, so condolences to the family. Right. So you know, so people look. That was the blurbs and and the part me, of the. The media policy. has they they have to be held accountable for it. Like they they just. It's just sad because you remember during that period we said it doesn't matter what they're reporting, we are going to continue to wear the mask, wear the mask, wash our hands. You know we're going to continue with the PPE. Mm -hmm. We are going to do what we need to do to be protected. That's right, correct. Right. So look, people, moving right along in the show, we are coming up on discussing. A film called Disclosure on Netflix, right? Okay. We talked about Halle Berry, and she was developing this character, which was a transgender character, mm -hmm. and the transgender community came out, and Halle Berry even apologized. Mm -hmm. Apologized to the transgender community about you know, wanting to play this role. Okay. Now, all throughout this documentary, okay. they give you, there's some false premise mm -hmm. in this documentary, right? As we break it down. But, but it's based on what is, uh, they said their perspective. It's their, it's their perspective. Right. But there's some false premise laid out in this story. Like, Everything that they showed did not have to do with a transgender. Like uh, Milton Borle right. dressing up as a woman right. was not him being a transsexual. He right. was dressing up as a female character. Right. Flip Wilson, Flip Wilson yeah. dressing up as Nadine. Right. 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 He was dressing up as what a female. Geraldine? Geraldine, excuse me. Nadine. Geraldine. Uh, as a character right. was a female character right. that he was playing. Right. Martin Lawrence, Jamie Foxx, Tom they Hanks, were, Booze and Buddies. That's right. Yeah, they lived in a women's uh, what dormitory or women's uh, apartment complex, mm -hmm. right? So it was the only thing affordable. 
so they would dress up like women in order to be able to live in the same residence as the women. Because and then they said they, they said that it was like a downing of women, but at, actually at that time that's what they were offering women. Right. Because women were not getting paid the same right. as men were getting paid. Just like so, today. And so to compensate, right. they they gave young women a right. chance to have reduced affordable housing. That's right. And so that is not downing anything. Right. That was showing you that it, it was actually giving you a social message, right. bosom buddies, that that was wrong. And I'm sure it led to yeah. changes. Right. Right. Probably not necessarily positive. Right. You know, they always because come on, like I watched Martin every week, mm-hmm. and Shanene was a woman across That's the right. hall. So the character was, Sinead was over the top, mm-hmm. a, an over the top woman. She was a beautician. She had her own business, Sinead. Mm-hmm. So that had nothing to do with being a transgender. He played a woman. That's right. So the premise of this closure is about how images, it opens up and tells you about how images have been detrimental right. to the psyche of those who, uh, believed they were born in the wrong body or who gravitated towards the feminine instead of the male perspective right and and it also shows you transgenders that are who were once women Mm -hmm. who have made the transition over to being men Chaz Bono being one of the uh, more famous of it right? right and we first got hip to this this situation mm-hmm. with a movie called Paris is Burning, right. right? Where Paris is Burning back in the 90s, which Pose, we, we, we've reviewed Pose before on the show. Right. Great show, but it sets you up to understand about the balls right. and all that and how everything came to be. And some people right. were cross-dressers. Right. Others were who felt that they were women and they were transitioning right. into being women. So it's it, it's all understandable and clear, right? Right. Right. And so we're open-minded about it, but we have some concerns and we're going to voice those tonight, right? So if you've never seen Paris is Burning to get context, to know what's, what's happening in this era right here, watch um, that watch Paris is Burning right. came out in the early 90s right. then watch the first two seasons of Pose right. Right? right and you can you can get the Hollywood version of what the film was right, right. the documentary the right. documentary right and then uh, now there is this closure which is a documentary right. about the many different eras of coming through from uh uh D.W. Griffith. Right. That's what it is. As far back as back yeah, yeah. then, and how he had images of right. of uh, transsexuals in his films way back then. Right. There's nothing new under the sun. It's, it's right. mentioned even in the writings in the Bible. You 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 have this right. So right. as we move forward, so it goes from right. D.W. Griffith and it moves forward. Now you know, right. remember D.W. Griffith from A Birth of a Nation right. that helped re. Generate and re 
revitalize the Klan, right? right. In the early 1900s, right? Right. right. So as, as, as they tell this story in this narrative of this documentary, they talk about, again, that it, what made them feel ill and what it is to be a transsexual, both male and female. Okay, so here's the concerns, right? Because there is a woman in the film named uh, Sandra Caldwell right her name is Sandra Caldwell now when you see this woman she's a she's a she's an American black woman when you see this woman as I, I'm using the right pronoun yeah right and when you see this woman so you grew up watching, watching her, her for years right? you will thing. not know right that she's not a woman you would not know that she was transgender. You would you would not know that she was not born a woman. Okay. Okay. Let's be clear. Yeah, because she is a woman. She's a woman now, but there's this. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. So hold tight. So people, right here is a clip from Disclosure, and we're going to break it down. So stay tuned for this. Viewer discretion is advised. If you if you feel that your eyes are too much of a stay with us though, because we're gonna break this down, right? So here we go, check this out right here. You might want to grab this. Yes. What I had learned from the world of the balls, you know, was being grand. And I pushed it all out. Um Okay. So this is Sandra Caldwell, right? She she was Involved in the balls, but she didn't partake in the balls because what she learned from them, she saw the flamboyantness of being right. out there. And she wanted to push it out. She wanted to be what she'll say for herself what she wanted to be. So let's continue. At the end of the, the, my new pronoun that I've learned, stealth. Come here. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you know what it's like? Okay. So wait a minute. Before we go any further now, this is... Louis Gossett Jr. She's acting acting opposite Louis Gossett Jr. in this film, right? Does Louis Gossett Jr. know? Did Louis Gossett Jr. sign the release for them to use the film of his image with this, in this documentary with this woman who he did not know. Which gets into a little, if it's not disclosed, isn't it just a little deception? So let's let's continue on. Let's continue on. To go on a set and be afraid. Your head is trying desperately to stay in the scene. You wake up afraid, you go to sleep afraid, you're trying to figure out if somebody's going to drop the bomb that day, the next day, when is it going to happen? So you're just afraid all the time. You got so much on the outside. We'll just see how much you got on the inside. But anyway, I did what I have to do. It was called survival. It was called survival. I'm all right. I will survive. 
she's a marquee actress, right? Yes. Character actress, right? This yes. is the Cheetah Girls movie, right? Right. And so she's a marquee actress, and we we went through years watching right. and seeing her in films and not knowing right. the transformation right. is incredible. Right. right, so this is where I am confused because I don't understand what the problem is with Halle Berry playing that character in the film, right? So, isn't it, she's an actress, she should be able to, Sandra Caldwell, right, is an actor, right? Mm -hmm. Halle Berry is an actor. Mm -hmm. So they should be able to act in whatever project they choose. Exactly. Like, I, I don't understand, I don't understand that. Like, I just feel like Halle Berry is being picked on. Because I feel like she should have the right to play that character. Yeah, she's have a right because she's bringing shining light right. to this, right? right? And so you're so so it's all of a sudden building a double standard. A double standard. It's a double standard. You can not disclose, be stealth, be in survival mode, not think of it as deception. Right. You're acting. And, and um, but not think of it as deception to let the people know you that you're of, not right actually right born right that way. Not right. actually born with fallopian tubes, right? Over uh, uterus and uh, right. cervix, right? But uh, you're not really right. you're, you're not really born with that. But you can act these roles. But here's a woman who wants to portray to shine light on a subject and she can't portray it because she is a natural born female. Let's continue on. I would never think for a moment that I was the only one. And you want to go and you want to say, girl, ain't we something? But nah, you just left it alone. I wish I could have. Man, wouldn't that have been good? Okay, look. Alright, so you know, as we're sitting here looking at the film, right? As we're sitting here looking at the film, disclosure. There's certain things that come to mind, like, you know, I'm with it. You wanna act, you wanna do it. Right. Laverne Cox is in it. Uh, uh what's the name? Mock with yeah, Janet, Janet Mock. Mock. Right. She's in it. Right. You know. The main point is, though, say who you are is deception, right? So here, here's the point. First, first, you're transsexual. Great for you. Live your life, right? For me, what makes up a woman, right? A woman, female, or what makes up a man, a male, a, 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 a man, a man, a male, right. is not the outside facade. Right. It's not the outside facade. You right. can get the surgery. They, they even showed it. They had that video on Facebook running a couple, a few years back where they right. showed you how they do the surgery, how they slit right. and they tuck and they, and they make the situation and then they right. talked about how they use the hormones to make a certain area on the woman. Right. You know, we're trying to keep it clean just in case children are watching right. and make 
a certain area that grows okay. to make that look and it kind of resembles that okay. anyway, right? Right. What makes a man a man and a woman a woman is mm -hmm. the inner piping, okay. right? right? So people can feel, and I'm, I'm with you, feel that way. Right. And if you, and once you transition and you are successful in what you do, right. just don't be deceptive about it. Be open about it. That's why this movie is called Disclosure. You know, as the as that scene went on, as that sequence went on, when she talked about her situation, she talked about how she was outed, right? And she went in to play a transgender role on stage, in a stage play. And uh she told them mm -hmm. that she was transgender. They said, what, what, we can't believe it. Then the media got involved right. and then she was outed in an article. But by that time, times were changing. And, and as she looked at it, she said, all these people, all the different people were coming out and saying who they are. When right. did this take place? When did time change? Somebody didn't tell me. But look, people, to be honest, this is what it is. It's not the outer facade that right. makes a man or a woman. Right. Is what makes a man if what when when the little pup tent goes up mm -hmm. and the man comes to attention mm -hmm. and is able to ejaculate a certain substance into a woman that brings about a baby because the sperm fertilizes the egg. That is a man, okay. right? A woman has eggs because she has fallopian tubes. She has a uterus. She has a clitoris. She has, I mean, not a clitoris, but she has a cervix. She has a vagina and there's an entry point the sperm passes past surveys, goes into the urine wall, the egg comes out of the down okay. from out the ovaries to the fallopian tubes, hooks to the side of the uterus, the sperm, thousands of sperm hit it, it then starts to can and form a baby. The outside is not what makes a man or a woman, right? But I say to each their own, live right. your life. But then when it comes into, all of a sudden, you don't want people to play roles, but okay. you want to have every so you're role. you saying, uh, just no double standards, right? No double standards. Right. Because you wouldn't want double standards right. uh, happening to you, because this is what this is about, right? Double standards. Second, like I said, you do, be, be happy, do you, right? But quit trying to push it down other people's throats. Like, do you, like, heterosexuals don't go around saying, well, there are some. And we used to say, we used to, as a couple, as we were dating first, and we would date with other couples, and we'd see them kissing and lipping and lapping over each other. They'd say, they'd look at us and say, y'all act like an old married couple. I say, we look at each other and talk later and say, they're not going to be together long. And. Sure enough, because it's just a little too hyper. Whatever, over the top. Like, over the top. Like extra trying to prove. Like, well, well, you know what? Disclosure 
the documentary was well done, well put together. Um, like they said, it's, it's their perspective. So it's just interesting to see how it's, it's um, interesting to see how everyone's mind works, right? Yeah. Because I do agree with um, they showed the Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode where um, George Jefferson had an army buddy, an army buddy who had surgery, mm-hmm. transgender. Sir, he um, and when George he met up with George, and he was a woman, right? right? After having the surgery, and looked surgery. so good as a woman as look, that right. Weezy thought that George was actually having an affair, uh, having an affair with <laughs> right. a woman, right? So George then brings. Right. A person who would be the stereotypical version of what you would think a transsexual would look like and they said they were totally upset with that join the club because when we keep on seeing these same images of people and they're they're not put into great context like how Dave Chappelle played the crackhead but he put it into a perspective that people would be able to understand and get the satire in it right Right. So join the club. The disclosure. Cinematography. Right. Ten. Uh, the use of footage. Right. Ten. The narrative and the storyline. Ten. The the uh, interview segments with the two to right. three camera shoots. That's a ten. Right. Uh, lighting, wardrobe. Uh, Linking the past to the present, all that is a 10, right? The only thing I say, the only thing I say, what's wrong with the not the whole trans movement, but some. Okay, remember that time when, when I was shooting models, right? And then the person contacted me over right. the uh internet and they had rose petals right right and so they had a picture of rose petals and they had their breasts covered up mm-hmm. and the rose petals was covering up the area right right and so i said yeah sure you know come in and sign up so when they when the person came in mm-hmm. they came in with somebody that we knew it was a, a customer of ours right. right so we didn't we didn't turn people away and think a certain way about different people's lifestyle we right. saw all kinds of people right. but they came in and uh when I realized, I said, well, we like to shoot, we we don't like, we shoot women who were born right. women from the beginning. And then he went on to say, well, I look better than all them. Whatever, whatever, hey, whatever you believe. But the main point is, that's the thing. It, 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 you you want to call it stealthness, but it's deception. Mm-hmm. What if a heterosexual male or a heterosexual female born a man mm-hmm. or born a woman mm-hmm. want to have children one day mm-hmm. but find out that their partner that they have made a relationship with for years leading into getting married and starting a family or maybe they want to start a family like what's happening out here where it's not necessarily marriage but they come together as one and then they're married what if they find out that the person is a facsimile, is a fax, and not actual? That is not fair. They were misled. That's, 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 
misleading. It's 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 deception. So well, that's where I mean that just goes back to what I talked about earlier in the conversation. Just in any relationship period, it doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. Communication and honesty is important. Very important. So, yeah. So, as far as that should be, it doesn't matter like what sex you are or race you are. None of that should matter. Honesty should be the foundation of any and every relationship. Just period. Period. No, it's not like 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 Richard Pryor in his book. Mm-hmm. He picked uh, what he thought was a hooker up who looked like Josephine Baker. Mm-hmm. He got into the uh, room. He was right. he was high. Right. He got into the room and he saw that he said, "Well, whatever." Right. Right. But you got to tell the people up front, right? And they also talked about scenes and films where the transsexuals got beat up or they got murdered, right? right? Well, if it's a deception and the person wasn't looking for that, you got to step in the shoes of the other person. You got to let them know just because you're trying to make money or right. you're trying to get a role right. or you're trying to live life, it's better to live life open yeah. and then people will accept right. and there will be people who will accept And that. for safety reasons. For safety reasons yeah, alone. Yeah, so just like let people know because if they're a kook, you need to know that they're cooked before you go off with them and they do something heinous to you or murder right, you. Right, right. So, right? so, but what do we know? We're just a couple of heterosexuals. What do we know, right? What's going on to Athena Nelson? She's up here watching. I want to say what's up to you. Yeah, so what do we know? We're just a couple of heterosexuals. So what would you rate this closure? Uh, I would give it a 10. It's a great documentary. Um, it was a great um, history lesson because like you said like they went as far back as um, the black and white films Mm -hmm. Uh, they even went as far back as films that didn't have sound right 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 so um, and that was interesting Mm -hmm. you know and then I also what was also interesting to me is I love how they let you know in this documentary this is just each person because they talk to different people mm-hmm. it's just it's their perspective their perspective and it's interested in how we all just have different perspectives different because, perspectives i mean just growing up and as a little girl you know even into adulthood when i saw like bosom buddies and when i saw watch like Martin and living in um in living sing living color, uh, and um, living color. Wanda, mm-hmm. um and then like you said, uh, Flip Wilson played uh, Geraldine, and even like you know when they show reruns of shows like that, right? The Flip Wilson show reruns of the stuff like I Love Lucy, and when Lucy would dress up like sometimes like as a man to get out of certain situations. Right. I just saw all of these different actors and actresses just dressing up like either men or women, vice versa, to get out of whatever situation. kooky situation they were. Even on um, uh, Three's Company. I Jack remember Ritter. This, right, yeah, when Jack had to dress up as a woman to get out of the situation. But I never thought of it as like them as trying to be transgender. I just thought that they were just dressing up as like women or right. men. So, so that, 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 so that, perspective, perspective, is different. that perspective is kind of skewed. 
you know, but but they they said that they gravitated towards that, so that we can understand that. But that's kind of skewed because they were not transsexuals; they were men or women getting out of a situation, right? So other than that, Disclosure is a good um, documentary. I give it a ten also. So watch Disclosure. Watch uh, Pose, the first and second season, and also watch. The uh, documentary that really set it off in the 90s, which is Paris is Burning, right. which brought a fair, right. uh, you know, assessment and a fair representation of what was happening mm. in in the culture, in that culture at the time. And I was right? happy to see um, Janet Mock in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, she's one of the... Um, executive producers for polls yeah. right mm-hmm. so and i love how she just produces different projects and stuff you know and um and then she's a good she's a great writer she has books out and mm-hmm. so it was good to see um janet mock in the documentary and like you said laverne cox was in the documentary she's a great actress but you know i saw so many other like uh, actors who you wouldn't know you wouldn't know was transgender you wouldn't know but you know but but it doesn't matter because they're great actors right you right. know so you it's about the art so it's that's art. why I was just just don't think it's fair like the heat that's being put on Halle Berry just because she wants to play a transgender yeah, yeah. role I just think it's not fair it's not fair and if they want to be treated fair, you know, they, they treat should, people fair. Yeah, they should as just actors. make it not matter. Because if when it gets to the point where it doesn't matter who plays what, then there won't be a stigma, right? So it's the point to get rid of this right. whole stigma. Then there will be equality. Right. All right, so, people. So July thirty first, twenty twenty, Beyonce is releasing Black is King on Disney. Now, you know, this segment right here is called Beyonce and the Hating Africans. That's right, people. Beyonce and the Hating Africans. Well, it's one Africans. particular. Who was the one? It was one right? particular one that you showed. One particular, but, the, you know, they, you know, they say the music isn't ours. And they, 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 okay, so look, people. There's been this reports going around that certain African groups, not all, certain Africans, maybe certain African tribes, maybe they're Igbos or something. Maybe they, they're tired of Africa being shown as, you know, uh, back in the jungle because they say we have cities and, and we're built up and we're all that now. If it's anything like Nigeria was when Dr. Mumbai was reporting about how there were rolling outages and electricity was out in Nigeria, we're talking about in the city, not the rural, but the city, then I don't know pretty much, but let's stay on topic there. That's, that's another but story. But if we're talking about perspective, topic. right? Perspective. Go ahead. And Beyonce, she's talking about, because she talks about her. She talks about ancestors and lineage. That's right. She wasn't talking about uh, the, the countries in Africa today, now, right? right? Because so this is her project. Her project. And it's her perspective. Her perspective. So she can do what she wants. She can do what she likes. Right? And they can do what they want to do. That's right. And she has the right. That's right. 
So you see people, this is some of the imagery that Beyonce is using. She goes back because I was just on a show, you know, I, I uh, you know, I come on and I ask a few questions on Chill Talk that comes on Wednesdays and Fridays on FB on Chill Talk uh, page. You know, you should check it out, right? So I come on and I ask a few questions every now and then on Wednesday and Fridays and um, there was a there was an elder on named Dr. Turner, PhD artist. So a younger man that came on wanted to challenge the elder and talk about how his perspective on African Americans, da 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 da. And so the elder, you know, as elders do, who are seasoned in the game, did not take, you know, I, I'll say take the baby, just didn't go along with it because it, it, it didn't appear to be necessary. But he said that, you know, if it wasn't for the young people, we have to have the young people because the older people have to realize the young people have to take the mantle and run with it. But this is what he said while he was in that. He said that when you go to Africa, and I'm not going to uh, say this exactly, but it, it, it was something like, I'll say pitiful. Like when you go to Africa now, it's sad mm -hmm. and pitiful. Mm -hmm. And you have to, so we have to, as he said, African-Americans, but I say American blacks have to uh, connect with our ancestors, which means that we have to go Beyond right. when, just for example, Nigeria was colonized in 1917, right. and a lot of the people in Nigeria only know 1917 right. on, but we as people who study Pan-Africanism, like what Beyonce is doing, right. we go beyond that time right. of degradation and colonization and destruction, and we go back to when we were kings and you will hear some Africans say all of us want kings and so I'm just reading some of the responses to this and we weren't all kings and so that 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 okay well the people who came here they brought the brightest the strongest the most educated the people knew how to build civilization people knew how to plant right. you know they brought the people they brought right. the carpenters and the maybe with some of the Igbo selling off in, in different areas, different different tribes sold off different people into slavery. Right. Maybe selling off your brain trust that knew how to do this is why, like what Dr. Turner said, mm -hmm. you go there and it's sad. Okay? So the romanticism, once you get there and you see it, like I don't have to go and know that the romantic, I don't have no romanticism because first of all, I'm not Roman. But I don't have any romanticism towards it anyway. Because my thing is, when we go, we won't be going there to say, my brother would be going there to get the land, the raw resources, and turn 54 countries, 54 countries into one nation with 54 states. And, and running the raw resources and then making it what it was supposed to be a Pan-African utopia. That's right. what all the people are supposed to be coming here and educating themselves to go back and be make Africa a Pan-African utopia. So that the, I call it the 
black diaspora around the world can have a place where they travel to and fro and change commerce, etc., etc., etc. So when you see people, and then you see when you watch the documentary, right? When you watch the documentary, the behind the scenes of when they did um, the Lion King, the Lion King, you find out that there are African producers. Yeah, and then the people that works on the project. How come Beyonce never comes and brings a show? But she does. No, no, no. What I'm saying is no. She's no. performed there. She, okay, she's performed there. But right. my main point is, dummies. Mm-hmm. She brings economy. Right. That's the difference. Right. She's charging the Europeans. Right. She's charging the Europeans. Right. She's charging the Europeans. Right. When she comes to you. She's bringing economic yeah, dollar. Hires many, many producers. Yes. Takes dancers. From the different countries in Africa. On tour. Right. She brings economy. Right. She brings the dollar. Right. She helps to flood your economy with right. dollars. Right. You see? Right. When she comes to Africa, she comes to vacate. Right. To have a vacay. Right. Not to work, but right. though while she's there, she's having a working vacation right. and spending and bringing economics to Africa. Right. But all you can do is sit up there and talk about it. Right. Right. And right. that is the disconnect about you. You know, I've met some of the, some of the most ignorant people right. from Africa. Right. You know, back back in the back. When we were in college, right. we met people. I guess it all depends on the status right. of who they are. Right. 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 But I've met some of the most ignorant Africans. I, I was watching this uh, videotape of this African singer, and he was talking about he had this was a few years back, and he had moved to Las Vegas, and he said he couldn't find any African. Singers, now watch this now. He couldn't find any African singers to be able to uh, play and produce music with, but then he discovered Skype. Now, this one Skype first came out, so they, that gives you the reference of how long ago, about maybe 20, early 2010, something like that. Skype comes out, and then he's able to work with them and then able to work through Skype and send MP3s back and forth, whatever. Okay. And they can see and talk. Now, meanwhile, there's two Africans on the screen. You know, because he said they were African and he was working with them. Then the 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 two images part split apart on the laptop, and a Caucasian comes in, right? I'm like, okay, you can't find any Africans, but there's plenty of African Americans here that could play the music. Right. Plenty of musicians. Plenty of people who can do. Just that, and you sit up, and you would say this, right? right? So look, next thing you know, he said that he couldn't find Africans to play, but then he opens the door, and here comes a Caucasian. They're playing guitar together. What? 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 What is that? Right? What is that? What is the disconnect there? These people seem to be hostile to the American black that culture is what is around the world. 
when when they want to break into the United States, what do we hear? A facsimile of hip hop music. The number one music globally that came from out of the Bronx, 1973, right? The style of dress, right? The ability to have been snatched from one land, come over, and within within a decade have built the boy and have learned the language Mm -hmm. and went on to build institution here. If it's fraternity, if it's church, whatever you believe about that, right? right? If it's any of that, this is what was able to take place here with a group of people who were snatched, learned the language, and went forward and many intellectual scientists, doctors, lawyers, you name it, uh, entertainers, sports figures, you name it, we're in every, uh, uh, built the infrastructure. Just because they show you Caucasians in the pictures don't mean that it wasn't the black people who actually built the boy, okay? The, uh, the layout of capital, of the capital. Benjamin Banneker. Okay, so people. So this is why it's um it's really disturbing because she brings this ability and she is connected to her ancestry. Maybe you're not connected to your ancestry because you were colonized and you want to be Caucasian. Well see, I was just a little confused. Mm-hmm. Like um Beyonce said that she first of all the imagery is beautiful beautiful so if you have a problem with the imagery that's self-hate mm-hmm. that's one that's for me mm-hmm. number two every day it's not for her to to show every because what did the woman say why don't she show everyday africa shows we wear suits we have buildings we have well first of all it's not a tourism commercial and it's not i mean you know that's for you to show. What, what she's showing is, um, like she said, she wanted her children to know about their ancestors, right? If she wanted, if Beyonce wanted to focus on just everyday modern technology and suits and ties and everything, well, she can focus on here in America, right? So why would she go to Africa to, to show skyscrapers? And we have that here. First of all, it's not about that. And it just goes back to again, like when we talked about in the documentary Disclosure. She disclosed, it was her perspective of what she wanted to do. This is her project, right? So for the woman who complained about Beyonce, right? How about complaining on the abuses happening in the different countries in Africa by the different um, Chinese corporations right. that are going over there abusing and raping and beating your people? Right. First of all, that's more important than an entertainer. Yeah, that's, that's right, right. So we need to deal with the social ills in your country that's going on. Yeah. That's what's most important. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking this this woman who decided to be negative about. The, the 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 ancestral lineage and the beautiful imagery and she didn't like that she's you know she we don't want to see the bush we don't want to see 
um, um, people dancing around and, and, and it, that's her issue. Her and issue. I think she projected on what's going on within her, her onto uh, Beyonce because Beyonce is clearly comfortable with her ancestry. That's right. She's proud of it. Very Whereas cool. this woman clearly is not. Is not. Right? So it's a personal issue and she decided to take it on as like oh, uh, it's an issue with Beyonce and let's go over Beyonce. Go after Beyonce. That's the self-hate thing. Self-hate. It's self-hate self because hate. I'm looking at what's going on in the different countries over there. Right? Like focus on that. Like why are you picking with an entertainment? Right? And and what she's showing is just the beauty. It's up to you to show, you know, first of all, this woman, why don't she talk about her accomplishments? What has she done? Has she started schools over there? Is she working with the youth over there? Is she stopping the the the, the racism that's going on over there? Or the uh, rape or the, the rape that's women going on over there? Selling up children? Right. You know, is she focusing on that? No, she's focusing on Beyonce. To me, that's kind of you know the behind the scenes of the Lion King making. You know, <laughs> prioritize. They, they went through the Let's streets, right? Huh? They went through the streets in the making of Lion King. Okay. She had her camera. The, the, the camera people were filming right. the streets in. I guess it was Lagos. Okay. And there was somebody standing on the corner with some. It looked like it was some bootleg stuff of okay. Beyonce, right? And they okay. took a picture of it because it was okay. still, you know, you understand because you right. know they But anyway, look. It looked real crowded. It didn't look like, you know, like how American streets, you know, we, because we're American blacks, right? So, you know, we have a certain way. We have uh, four lanes, two lanes, and it's running and it's running a stoplight. Not a bunch of people out there pushing, you know, you know what I mean? So what people need to worry about is to make sure that their leaders because they, they, they deal with a lot of black on black. Okay. Because they have, from what I can, what I've researched, they have uh, a lot of people who are propped up still. Okay. They're not the same people okay. who were assassinated around the same time that uh, Malcolm X was assassinated and Martin Luther King was assassinated. Okay. There's, there's been a generation of people who, it appears, have taken payoffs. Okay. Right? Right. To be to have the country and let so that the European countries could still have control. Exactly. We talked about that. That's right. Have figureheads. That's <laughs> right. 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 So maybe you should worry about that because right. if an American black is coming in and right. dropping to make your economy stronger, helping your producers, right. you see, then they can turn around and then help bring out an act. Right. Stop. Stop worrying about that, right? right? It's it's the mentality that's wrong. Right. We're supposed to be Afrocentric, right? Right? Or or Pan African, right? Then when you come to America, right, you will work with American blacks because American blacks are whoop. We do it, even though we get we see things like George Floyd, right? Right? right. Sandra Bland. 
we still push through and we still build here. And if it wasn't for us, America wouldn't be anything. Because have you ever tried to really, I mean, like there's some good country music, but have you really listened to it? Did you ever watch the the the, um, the show, the series Treme? Did you ever see when they would go back into the backwoods area, the folky people, and they'd be playing their music? And you'd be like, I don't hear any rhythm in that. But when they come back to the city, you hear the jazz, baby. And you hear the R&B and you hear the pop, popular culture within the blacks, right? American blacks, right? So, people, um, we're looking forward to black is king because remember she said black is king she didn't say africa was king or african was king she said black is king american black black and it's just it's just visually beautiful plus plus this goes back to i don't know we did a show a while ago and then we talked about like um maybe the school system or and today versus you know we talked about how they cut different programs mm-hmm. And I think this maybe goes back to this is another cultural thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think another issue may be, okay, so here in America, right? So growing up, Beyonce, school system she was in, I'm sure, we experienced it, experienced it in our school system, right? Mm-hmm. So here in America at the time, they took us on like field trips. So sure. we were able to be exposed to like art, mm-hmm. um, different music. We went to the orchestra, mm-hmm. uh, the aquarium, mm-hmm. the um, historical society museum. Mm-hmm. So that's why like in a lot of her stuff and like when her and Jay-Z um, did a video at with the, at the Louvre Museum, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, over in Paris, in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they talk about how they love art, right? Right. They own art. Right. So she loves uh, art and just visually beautiful things. She grew up seeing that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know what the school system was like for uh, people in the various countries in Africa, right? So what this woman might perceive as Beyonce is making fun, Beyonce is seeing the beauty, right? Right. And the art. Right, mm-hmm. and the beauty of her people, and, mm-hmm. and it depends on how you were raised. Yeah, some of us were raised with parents who raised us in a household to be proud of who we were, and how we look, and who and we how, are. Exactly, how we look, who we are. Um, some of us grew up in those type of households, That's right? right? That's right. But if you didn't grow up in a household like that, you could perceive it as. They're making fun of us, or they're not like if you don't have the same pride. And you would be a self-hating. Network. But see, so this particular woman who I feel, you know, is picking on Beyonce, you know, because it's just crazy. I don't know. Maybe this woman is more comfortable with her cake soaps and her shiny, plasticky. You know, hair and just say it's a bleaching cream. <laughs> so maybe you know she thinks seeing black imagery is negative, mm. and she's more comfortable with seeing the European images. Mm. And she's kind of taking out her self hate issues on Beyonce. Is the only thing that I could think of. And maybe, and, and maybe 
like when we went to the museum, we balked at what we saw. We didn't like seeing the Europeans. We were in majority American black schools. Yeah. Where are we? And at? when you did see like black art, you were proud of it. Gravitated towards. You gravitated right. towards. You were proud of it. So. But I mean, I think it's just the cultural thing, and this yes, woman so. doesn't understand. Like this is, I mean, we had the whole "I'm Black and I'm Proud" movement and stuff. I don't know if where this woman comes from, which country. Maybe they didn't have that there. Maybe they did. Right. So it's just, uh, she just doesn't understand um, Black American culture. I think. Yeah, they don't understand. Because she said that they want to be here. her perspective is. Uh, Beyonce's making fun of, of them. And first of all, you have multiple countries right. there. So, you know, she's, whatever. It was just frustrating. I mean, to me, it's just so much going on in the world, right, that we need to focus on. Right. Why are we picking with another person of color? Right. That it, it is uh, bringing light and bringing economics. So again, people, in closing, maybe the Africans, because this is part of the uh, American black politics, maybe the African, the different tribes and the different countries should stop watching so much of the negative media of what they say about American blacks because when you come over here, you emulate, dress like, you know, you do, and you may break through, but you know what you find out? You find out as you stay with the Caucasians, you find out that something's not right, and then you slowly start to gravitate over to those who you thought, oh, they told you not to deal with, right? So in closing, people, stop listening to the propaganda. And like we stop listening to the propaganda of bones in the nose and and scratching and, and African. We we stop listening to that to to that propaganda, right? It makes me look at this woman kind of side eye. Like if she was she is she an agent? Because it's funny how with this whole movement and everyone around the world coming together, right? Mm -hmm. um, against social ills mm -hmm. of people of color all over this world, right? Mm -hmm. And while we have this energy, this movement going, this woman out of the blue uh, decides to attack a black woman, mm -hmm. but not only any black woman, she chooses to t attack the black woman who speaks up for her people. Yeah. Now, who, if I was, who sees kinship with the people right. over in different right. countries. Right, so I'm Africa. looking at this woman as she's someone that uh, could have received payola from uh, the white supremacist. Because okay. that's, that's maybe, maybe from quite record, odd. Maybe from another record company. So people in close. Quite odd. Quit listening to the propaganda of the media, right? And we're going to close with another great thespian American black thespian okay. from the American black lineage of being in America and building this boy. We're talking about none other than Denzel Washington as we close out on our show on media, breaking down media as propaganda. We've shown you all, the, we've shown you many different examples of propaganda and media and slant and viewpoint. Slippery slope, 
straw man. We're showing you just a couple. There's actually 15. But we gave you that right there, right, people? So in closing, remember, this has been another great episode. Every episode of the film review, we are dropping not only entertainment, but we are dropping information. And information is king. Right. Information is very important. Right? Just like black is king, information is king. So, you have been watching the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast. We are the husband and wife team. I'm the filmmaker. My wife is the critic. I'm Crazy D. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, society on this podcast. We thank everyone who tuned in. We're going to see if you wrote something on other pages. We will comment back to you. And we thank you for watching us on Periscope, on FB, on uh, the Film Review Life channel, and on Instagram for the first hour. And we're going to close with, like I said, another great as being from the American black tradition, right. Denzel Washington, and he tells us about media. And we will see you next week on the film review. Next week, what are we talking about next week? What did we say we were talking about next week? I can't remember, but it's going to be good. So you need to t- tune in at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. Check your local listings in your different countries and different parts of America. So here we go. Denzel Washington on media. What do you make of all our If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. So what do you do? That's a great question. What is the long-term effect of too much information? One of the effects is the need to be first, not even to be true anymore. So what a responsibility you all have to be, to tell the truth, not just to be first, but to tell the truth. We live in a society now where it's just first. Who cares? Get it out there. We don't care who it hurts. We don't care who we destroy. We don't care if it's true. Just say it, sell it. Anything you practice, you'll get good at including BS. The Film Review, movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast, interviews, movie reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on the Film Review Live channel. Subscribe. Hi, this is Bernadette Stanis, Thelma from Good Times, and you're watching the Film Review.